I'm Seth Pinwell. And I'm Sean Braswell. And this is episode 14 of Wilson Arts and Beyond, a podcast by Wilson Arts in Wilson, North Carolina. Today we're excited to talk about Act For You's final production of the year, A Midsummer Night's Dream. We have with us today three actors from the show, Emma Townsend Satterfield, Damian Tomsick, and Haley Matthews, as well as the directors, which include myself, Sean, and Hannah Slaughter. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hi. Hi. So the first thing people might be wondering is the fact that I just mentioned three different directors for one show. So Sean, this was an idea you had quite a while ago. So can you sort of explain how this came to be and how that fits into what the show is about and the story itself? Yeah, so uh, with Midsummer Night's Dream, you have basically three different groups of, of uh, uh, characters. characters. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I thought with Shakespeare, especially being the first time a lot of these, these students have done Shakespeare, that with the directors we could uh, focus on our particular groups, not only teach them what they're talking about, but be able to work hard in those those general areas. Uh I think it's worked out really well. Uh, you have three different perspectives on the three different groups mm. who, you know, fairies, the lovers, and the players who typically wouldn't be around each other anyway. Uh, so the first time they ever really saw each other in rehearsals was, you know, this week right before the show. They got to see everybody else's parts, and it's been very interesting to see them see the other people and come together so that was the idea to, to have more focus for each individual group of people in the show and and take a little bit of the stress off of the directors because one director trying to do a full Shakespearean show with people who've never done Shakespeare would have been a great great ask of somebody so <laughs> yeah and what would be cool is kind of seeing how three different directing styles end up intertwining and, and, and working together to create one show so Sean can you give us a bit of a synopsis for those of us who might not know the show as well? So the the basic concept of the show is it's not a tragedy. It's it's a comedy by Shakespeare. And it it's, takes place during the nuptial festival of Thesis and Hippolyta. Uh, so it's, a, it's a, a wedding weekend, basically. You have the, the rehearsals and the reception dinner and the wedding itself and, the, and all the things that go along with the wedding. Uh, what adds to it is the, the bride and groom have invited these players to perform for them on their wedding evening. So that's where the players come in to perform a show for them. But as typical with any wedding and how you plan things to go uh, – Things don't always go like you plan them. And that's kind of where the fairies come into play. So they they come in and kind of make a rye of, of all the, the wedding shenanigans that are happening and turn things upside down. And then you even have the fairies within themselves causing mishap amongst themselves. So it's kind of a, a mismatched tragedy comedy. None of that made sense. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. They'll, they'll find out when they see the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Hannah, you have the fairies. Yes. Uh, so, can you kind of give us some thoughts on the show itself and then talk about your section, how the process has gone and that sort of thing? Yeah. Well, first time uh, working with three directors where we evenly split the show came with its own 
hindrances as well. We got less rehearsal time than we normally would. But what's impressive is these kids have pulled it out with less rehearsal time. Um, and we've gotten the chance to work with small intimate groupings. Um, I get to work with the fairies. I have one of the largest groups in the show because we have a lot of extra little magical fairy creatures that come in and we needed more magic in the show. Everywhere needs more magic. So we said, let's add fairies. And so I have King Oberon and Queen Titania. They are our queen and king of fairies. Um, they live in the woods with their right-hand Puck, who likes to cause a lot of trouble. Puck causes a lot of drama between two couples that come from the main town with the wedding celebration. There's a lot of misleading and a lot of trickery, um, but the fairies always keep it magical. The fairies are not only responsible for some of the mayhem, but they're also responsible for everything from the dewdrops to the lightning bugs to the way the flowers bloom each night. They're part of, they're the reason magic exists in this world. So it's been really fun to play with that side of it and get the chance to, uh, the fairy grouping gets the chance to live outside of the realms of reality for a little while. And I've had the kids come up with their own characters that weren't originally in the show. They've created their own different types of fairies. It's been really fun character exploration with this. That's awesome. So Seth, uh, you're, you take the uh, lovers, and I also call them the court because it's not lovers just lovers. Yeah, court. Lo- lovers and family. Yeah. I call them the Athenians sometimes. The Athenians, yeah. Nice big group. Yeah, so it, that was it's a much smaller group than what Hannah has. Uh, and, and ours is kind of just... A love triangle or a love square. It's a love shape of some kind <laughs> where they oh, all get uh, intermixed and, and the fairies get involved and kind of cause a little bit of mayhem. Uh, but it's been really cool to because the main core of the group is just four people. So we're really just working with those four. So all the rehearsals were very solid uh, and, and long. We did long three-hour rehearsals twice a week uh, and then added in the rest of the court uh, as the scenes took place. But it's been really cool. Uh, I think one of the interesting challenges is to uh, make teenagers, um, how do you say, flirt on stage, I guess is the best way, um, and be a little more romantic when maybe they don't want to. Um, but they're pulling it off, and they're selling the story, and it's it's going to be really good, and they're funny, and they're into their character, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then, Sean, you mentioned... The players, you didn't really talk specifically about that. That's your group. What are the players, Sean? Yeah, so I, I, I got the easy group. Uh, so the players are a, 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 a theater group, a local community theater group who've been asked to perform. So when we first did auditions and people were coming in to read it and they had no idea what they were saying the first time, then I would say, you're, you're getting your parts for a show. You're just finding out what your, what your role is in this show. And all of you have been through this before. And once they figured that out, everything else kind of just took off on their own. So they've done some great things without having to really teach them Shakespeare because they could figure out what was going on by going through this process of theater. Well, and you mentioned teaching Shakespeare. It's It sounds like a whole different language than what we speak now. It's completely different. A lot of the kids have referred to it as Old English. It's not quite King Jamesian Old English. Thou hast spoketh. Um, it's not quite that bad. But um, if you break it down in your own words and reword it to where it sounds like a sentence we would say now, it makes it from an acting point of view a lot easier to understand what it is we are talking about. And if we as actors know what we are talking about, the audience will then in turn know what we're doing on stage. So teaching Shakespeare is, it's like no fear Shakespeare. That's what we've done since we cast this show. We've come at it with no fear. Kids have too. And it's been a heck of a ride. 
and I think that's the basis, the key to pulling it off is making sure that you know what you're saying and that you understand that it's not old English. It is what your normal words, just maybe not the same vocabulary that you use. A little fancy. But yeah. So I want to talk to the students for a few minutes. So I would like each of you to introduce yourselves and let us know what character you're playing. So let's just start with Emma Townsend. Okay. I'm Emma Townsend Satterfield and I play Helena. I'm Damien Tomsick and I play Oberon. Uh, I'm Haley Matthews and I play Bottom. So uh, this will be a question for each of you. We'll just go in the same order. So Emma Townsend, what made you want to be a part of this show? Um, I've been a part of Act for Youth for a really long time. My first show, I think, was Aladdin. I was five. Um, so I've just been doing it for a really long time. I've made a family here and it's just so great being able to come and, you know, be yourself and also be a different person on stage, it's just been really great. Is there anything that attracted you specifically to Midsummer or Shakespeare? Well, it's something different that we've never done before. We've done plays like um, Alice in Wonderland and the show that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> but this was something different, so I thought it would be interesting to try out. All right, Damien, how about you? Um, so when I first came into rehearsal, I, uh, or not rehearsal, the, um, audition, I wasn't actually planning on taking any part regardless. I was just doing it out of, uh, you know, uh, a, a whoop and giggle. But, um, I looked at the part that I got and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I still wasn't going to take it. But then I figured out that Miss Hannah Slaughter was our director and I love Miss Hannah Slaughter. So of course I had to accept it for her. But, Don't call um, me miss. But as the ma'am said, um, so <laughs> I really enjoyed I really enjoyed doing theater, but I took a long break, and I was originally planning on taking another break, but um, here I am. We stole him. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's kind of tough coming off, because you just did Oliver yeah. and yeah. Uh, played uh, Bill Sykes, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then taking on this role, those two pretty strong roles back-to-back, mm-hmm. back, so yeah. nice job with that. Yeah. Thanks. All right, Haley, how about you? Uh, well, I tried audition for um, a lot of the shows, and I thought it would be cool, like, because I haven't really done a play before. I normally do musicals, and Shakespeare's different. <laughs> and when I auditioned, after I read, I read for Bottom, and I was like, oh, this will be, re- be really cool. And then I got it, and, I mean, I really had to get into the character because it, it's so much. He's very extra. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> it's usually just to put yourself out there and get out of your comfort zone. It's been great. And if you can't tell, we have uh, Emma Townsend is one of the lovers group. Uh, Damien is part of the fairies group. And Haley is part of our wonderful players team. So we have three, one person from each part here, which has been really cool to see. So uh, anybody who wants to jump on this one first, feel free to. What have you enjoyed about the process of putting on this show? Uh, what surprised you about the show and the process? Um, so one thing that really surprised me was... Uh, the way of learning your lines it's a lot different because it's in a a rhythmic base and then on top of that um the costumes like just figuring out how to to present yourself in a certain way because of it being shakespeare it's a lot different than a a normal show yeah yeah yeah. it was really interesting with the three different directors um because we've never done that before so i actually really liked the process but it was also interesting when we finally came together a couple days ago and just seeing what how everybody worked together it was really cool yeah uh, it's been awesome I mean I I got to work with Hannah and uh, Sean before we all came together and then just seeing everyone like getting to see Seth's group and everyone it's been really cool just all that combining so it's 
Mm-hmm. And like Damien said, like the line process, it was yeah. really difficult at first. But like once you get into the rhythm of it, you know, yeah, you get it. it starts to click. Yeah. And it's not just a matter of like memorizing your lines. You also have to understand like what it means right. so that you're performing it and acting it, not just repeating a line. I mean, one conversation that Sean and I have had and Hannah just basically talked about it is you're it's just normal words, right? Like, just say what you're saying. It's not complicated. And and you don't have to worry about the rhythm because the rhythm just naturally happens as you speak it. And you just go with it and just say it like you're talking to your friend. Well, if you're looking at language in general is just a bunch of sounds that we happen to have made sense of. Every language that we don't understand is just a grouping of sounds that the people who do understand it happen to make sense of it. Shakespeare has words we know has words that we understand and if and even if they we haven't used those words in a while they're still in our own language they're just formulated and mixed up a little differently so we just have to figure out our own way to making sense of it in our time and our place because we are also setting the show in a current time and place not in your traditional when it was written Shakespearean old London so we have that fun idea of being able to bring something that is so old and so classic into a modern day and age and a modern time with where we're setting it, but also with these kids who have never put their eyes on Shakespeare before. This has been a complete new experience to them top to tail. So it's something that I've wanted the theater community for in Wilson to do for a while because it is low cost um, and there are ways to making it digestible and a lot of people don't think Shakespeare is digestible there are ways to make it digestible this is one of those shows it has something for everybody yeah and it to me it's one of the easier ones to digest if you're having trouble with Shakespeare it's an easy one to test your toes in the water with yeah so this is a question really for any of us but is there any part of the show that you are particularly excited about without giving away too much information magic it looks real cool. I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> I like my magical little fairy creatures. Anytime I get to play with outside of reality makes me happy. So, um, In the lovers section, we were talking about how the fairies kind of stir up some trouble with us. There's this very funny part when Puck sir- stirs up some interesting trouble. And we go to sleep and wake up to find things a little bit different. And it's pretty funny. Kind of mayhem kind of goes from there. <laughs> really? Yeah. It just whenever uh, the char- the different the three different groups mix like that's just cool. In the very end, like the players, we you know do the play and it's crazy. That's it's awesome. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> it gets funnier every time you do it. Also. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Which is what it's supposed to be each time. It's- yeah. And that's that's been fun to watch all of you guys get more and more comfortable. Every time y'all get on the stage, yeah. you're more comfortable doing it, and it really shows. And you feed off the laughter so well because we're all laughing at you because it's so funny. That really helps, yeah. Even when there's an audience, it's going to just, you're going to ham it up so much, I can imagine. (laughs) The energy is, you can feel the energy coming off of each individual grouping as well. Now that we've put them together, the cast is really starting to show up for each other because they want to perform for their friends they haven't seen in a couple of weeks. And they auditioned with, they're in a show with, but they haven't worked with them. And since the beginning of this process started, when we've all gotten it together, it's a fun energy and it brings this nice bubbly through line energy throughout the whole show. And it was fun, actually. Uh, I, I try not to direct too often, but... Look at your always, job or anything. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I always tell people, uh, uh, you know, don't ham it up. Don't upstage anybody else. But it's fun in this one to tell you guys as the players, no, ham it up. Overdramatic. The, the oh. more you ham it up, that's your yeah. role. It's like where you're uncomfortable, really. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
So a, a little more broadly, what keeps you coming back to Act for Youth? I'll take this question. Um, so you said, say the, say the question. What keeps on? you coming back to Act for Youth? Um, I think mainly just out of boredom. No, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in like, it's, it's something that is an experience and a lot of people aren't into theater, but if you're into theater, then it's, this is definitely a place to start. Cause I've been, I've been about, I've been with about 15 directors in total, uh, places in Raleigh, Rocky Mount. I'm doing a show right now in uh, Farmersville. But um, it's like this place. Ex- this place, to be exact, is is very fun to be in. Where's Farmersville? Farmville. 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 <laughs> cough, cough. Come see uh, Birdcage. Uh, uh, no, not cough. the Birdcage. <laughs> That's the words. Of, okay, continuing. But <laughs> the Kaja Falls. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How about you guys, Haley and Emma just the whole thing. I mean, the whole community is just awesome. I mean, like Emma Townsend said, um, it's like a family, really. And you make so many good memories. And it's also just fun to perform. I mean, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, I feel like for me, I have friends at school, and then I have friends out of school, and then I also have my theater friends. And, you know, it's nice to get away from school and home and be able to come here and be something different for every show. It's just so fun for me. So does anyone, again, for all of us, kind of what are your future plans do you have any shows in mind that you want to audition for or like theatrical plans is kind of where i'm i'm headed here we all know that for youth season next year now do. so of course you know the summer show and that sort of thing can you remind us damien may not know the yeah. act for youth <laughs> season <laughs> for next year sean uh if you want to yeah sure so uh so we have the sound of music which will be our, our community summer musical uh those auditions will be May 9 and 10. Uh, then we have our summer camps. We're doing Willy Wonka Kids, the Jungle Book Kids, and Camp Rock. And then our season for next year will be, uh, our, our fall show will be Les Miserables, the school edition. Then we're doing Honk, and then we'll do Pinocchio as our non-musical next spring. Really excited. That's cool. Shocked. So again, do you guys have any uh, plans? Even if it's not for you, it could be like you're working in Farmville or any anything like that. No, I mean that's fair. <laughs> not at currently. However, uh, if the opportunity arises, I will most definitely take my place. Such as this show, I did the same thing. So it's really on a whim, depending on how we're feeling. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people agree with that right now. Um, I think I'm planning on auditioning for. The sh- um, next season shows. Um, I'm a little upset I can't do the summer musical, but I'm excited to try out for Les Mis and Honk. Yeah, big summer plans. <laughs> I'm actually going on the Grand Western tour. Wow! What is that? <laughs> you like travel to all these different states? That's so cool. on a bus. Oh. That's awesome. Yep. Exciting. For thirty family months? or just just to f- friends. It's like I think fourteen to sixteen year olds can go. That's cool. Wow. Uh, I'll just keep auditioning for shows. As <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, they come up, we keep coming. Right? Yeah. Well, as someone who used to be a kiddo in Act for Youth when I started in seventh grade, which was longer ago than I would care to admit, um, it's cool to come back as a director and to see how the show or how the program has progressed. It has progressed wildly um, since I was a part of it from seventh through eighth or twelfth grade. Um 
So it's been really cool to return as a director on the other side of the table and work with kids and give them the education and the acting training and the insight that I wanted but didn't have necessarily when I was their age. And it's been really cool to see these kids have light bulb moments on stage as directors. I'm sure my fellow directors would agree. Um, It's been really cool to see these kids attack the relationships in this Shakespeare show. They're complicated. They're not easy. Um, Not just romantic, but friendship and working relationships. They're all different. Um, And just the material and the content and the words of the show, it's been really cool to see as someone who was in their position. I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it when I was their age, not at all. (laughs) So I'm impressed. Hannah, you have something coming up too, right? Uh, Yes. You want to celebrate about that? uh, I will be taking a step away from the director chair and being attempting to return back on stage in the Playhouse production of Steel Magnolias, which will run the last weekend of April. The Sunday, May 1st is the last show. Um, Myself and a few other wonderful, strong, beautiful, amazing women throughout this community are putting that production on with the Playhouse right now, including Emma Townsend's wonderful mother um, and Sean's beautiful wife. Life. So I am in a company of wonderful women, and it's a strong show. It's a classic show. It's a southern show, and it's a a strong women empowering show to me. Um, highly recommend come and see it. I'm trying not to drive myself crazy by finishing this show and jumping right into the other one, but it's fine. It's what we do, right? Yeah, we all oh, like a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Definitely go see it, guys. Called Def- comma, yes. comma next show. You know, yes. exactly. It's and next. <laughs> and I, and like like D- Damien said, he wasn't planning on taking a part, but come and audition. I always tell people that audition for any show. Auditions are a good experience. Audition is a great Even experience. if you walk in mm-hmm. and say, I can't accept a role. I've got too many conflicts, but I just want the experience. Yeah, do that. Oh, I hate auditions. And I yeah. wish I went on more to oh, get yeah. more comfortable with auditions because I think auditioning is such a great experience anyway. There's mm-hmm. so many kids or, or students that come in and they're so nervous at auditions. <laughs> and then... Once they get through that process, it's everything like else, they just are amazing. But or they find a, a different place. Yeah. Like right. I remember one specific student, she came to audition and did not enjoy the audition. And, and I don't think she actually ever got on stage. But yeah. since then, she's done tech and found her place and she's happy and loves it. Um, so there's a place for everyone. Yep. And you can find your yeah. niche spot in, in theater. And going to auditions is just such a cool experience because... People can be so different off stage and then on stage. Right. They can be like a super shy person off stage and then they get on stage and it's like a switch is flipped. It, it's therapy for those yeah, who need it. it. It's mm-hmm. a break from our own reality. Yep. And I remember being the same age as these students here wanting that and needing that and wanting to disappear in the theater, forget about homework, forget about school. I get to step into someone else's life for a little while. <laughs> And it's so therapeutic. And yeah. if you look at it that way and need it to be to work that way, it, it can work wonders. And auditions are a really great way to dip your toe in the water and see if you are even okay with it. Because doing it cold read is not easy. Jumping it oh. without knowing what you're doing is really oh. hard to do. And with auditions, you meet so many new people that haven't done a show before. And you can, like, you know, be like a mentor to them and just help them through the process. I mean, I love awesome. that. Love Sharing that is caring. It's awesome. And we have a lot of new new students a this year. We do. And thank you guys for kind of helping them along. Well, they all feel like new. I haven't done a show since pre-pandemic, so yeah. it's wow. they. A lot of the kids have grown up, look like completely different humanoids yeah. <laughs> than I last saw them, yeah. and um, others have are similar and the same. But then there's new people faces that I don't recognize that have worked with Seth and Sean since um, the pandemic started, and we are coming through the other side of that pandemic stronger with a strong theater, need for theater, want for theater in this town. And the kids who have shown up in auditions, we cast half of them. Like I know that we we had a lot audition that we for a small cast, and 
I was impressed with the number of people that auditioned for a straight yeah. Shakespeare play, not a musical. I mean, it's... We basically had comparable numbers to what we have auditioned for musicals. Yeah. Auditioned I know, for, I heard, like, yeah. so many it's impressive. Yeah. And, and while not everybody necessarily got a part, per se, we did offer some sort of involvement, whether it be tech, 100%. costume, spotlight, sound, or whatever, to get a many, as many students involved in the process as possible. So, mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we invite all of our listeners and everyone out there to come see A Midsummer Night's Dream this weekend on April 8th and 9th at 7.30 and April 10th at 3. Uh, You can buy tickets online at wilsonarts.com or at the door, and we will link to all that information in our show notes. So thank you guys for joining us today. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. As always, we want to thank you and our guests for joining us. We also want to thank Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton for providing our music. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. Also, be sure to check out our website, wiltonarts.com, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WiltonArtsNC for the latest information about our events. Thank you for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.